Hey lovelies, welcome to this week's episode of the Soulful Sobriety Podcast with your host Elaine Benson. I'm recording it this week um, on video as well because I'm going to put it, <coughs> excuse me, on my Facebook page as well. Um, but yeah, uh, delighted that you're here. Um, this week I'm talking about feeling your feelings um, because um, when you give up alcohol, you tend to feel all the feels. Alcohol, even if we're unconscious to it, it numbs everything. It is actually an anesthetic that was, and that's what it was used for back in the 18th century um, for giving people surgery. Um, so it is an anesthetic and it numbs um, your feelings. And then, you know, sometimes we do actually use it for that reason too, when it's, when it's um, difficult to be with our feelings. Um, so today I'm just going to talk through some techniques for feeling your feelings um, and recognizing them and allowing them to um, surface um, and um, yeah a few other things so um, so yeah I guess when I I really feel like that for me I actually became really awake to my life um, as soon as I'd given up alcohol, I say as soon as, but it kind of allowed me to wake up, um, to start feeling things so that they could transform. It's really normal for us to resist feeling our big feelings because they're uncomfortable to sit with. And I'd say a lot of you may have experienced that as well during, um, during this uh, COVID isolation that um, you have more time on your hands to think about or be faced with what's going on in your head. Um, and it's very difficult to sit with. Um, but I do find as well is that the reality, you know, I find, I say I find this, but that's because I've um, practiced it in the past two years, is that the reality is probably that you're feeling those feelings already, um, but you're just so scared of feeling those feelings that you um, suppress them. And that causes blockages um, and it, it stops us from growing essentially. So, you know, I've learned to really sit with those big uncomfortable feelings and not all the time. Um, you know, I'm just like the next person. It's really um, normal it's physiologically normal for us to sorry about that suppress those feelings because um it's scary really um it's um um yeah it's it's uncomfortable and our 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 mind doesn't want us to be in pain so we're we seek to avoid pain um and yeah so but i do wonder you know if you asked yourself what it would be like to feel the feelings the particular you know feelings that um you're scared of feeling so an example <clears throat> for example could be you know you are feeling like you don't want to talk to your family about a certain boundary that you'd like to put in place um and you know, ask yourself, what would it be like if you did speak to them? Well, they might be defensive, they might walk away, they might get mad, they might not talk to me for a few days, 
and then kind of think okay well what would that feel like well that would be make me feel uncomfortable it would make me feel unwanted it would make me feel you know stuck um then ask your question ask the question you know what would that be like and it was like okay well that would be that would be difficult for me okay so are you feeling all those feelings come up anyway as we talk through this and it's sort of like yes i am and you know what i i haven't died i'm still here and i feel like i'm i can be strong enough to face that you know um another technique i use is from a guy called jason connell he's um a meditator and i think he's a psychologist as well but he's amazing you should check out his website it's jason c-o-n-n-e-l-l.com um he says to basically sit with your feelings so you may notice like you know that you're feeling anxious one day are you feeling sad and you don't know why um are you feeling, you know, overwhelmed and you know that you're just keeping going no matter what, even though um, you, you just won't allow yourself to feel the overwhelm? So he suggests, which I've used often, is sitting, like giving yourself five minutes and just sitting with your hand on your heart and say, this is hard for you. You know, allowing the feeling to come up and out just I trying to really focus on your breathing and your heart. And, you know, even if it's really something small and insignificant that may seem insignificant to other people, it still affects you. And it doesn't mean if something is small or big, they still affect you the same way. Um, so sitting there and allowing the, the, the sadness or the anxiety to come up um, and really letting it out um you know cry scream into a pillow i've done all of that and i continue to do so and um, allows the emotion to come up and out um also it's really interesting looking at kids because so often as kids we're told you know stop crying or stop having that tantrum or you're so naughty so we're you know we're taught from a young age that it's it's weak and unattractive to have these big feelings but you know it's it's acceptable then to have big feelings of joy and laughter and love and peace you know but it's not acceptable to feel the other feelings but the, you know we're not whole human beings um, unless we can feel both and we're really cutting off a part of ourselves if we don't allow ourselves to feel all the feelings um, even though they're uncomfortable they're not bad in fact those uncomfortable feelings really are the ones that have the most profound transformation for us. Um, so, you know, mostly when we were growing up, what comes from loving parents um, is that they can't, you know, sit with our uncomfortable feelings. They don't have the capacity to feel their own emotions. And we can really, you know, I can see how it is, how easy it is for loving, well-meaning parents to pass down their pain to their children. You know, I, I see it every day with my own son. Um, and, you know, our parents do have our best interests at heart, but they it need, we need to recognize that they are people as well. And they um, are in, you know, 
they may be they may not have the capacity to feel those emotions so it's very difficult for them to to see it in us um so you know the other day rory had a, a really big tantrum not a tantrum a meltdown so a meltdown is when like he's just kind of gone past the the point of being able to uh process um an emotion and he just like loses it and he's screaming and crying and eventually he vomits in fact he vomited three times and it's really common for kids you know and you know we allow kids to do that to to a point and um he was fine after that we went to a barbecue he had a great time you know and it's like our brains yes we've learned a lot more um by the time we, you know, we get to adults, but we still are children inside. Um, we still have the physio physiology, the brain, um, you know, makeup as a, as a child. And, you know, we may have learned other coping mechanisms. Um, you know, we don't have meltdowns at Woolies, for example, but we might, you know, some people might, but we, we might do it in the comfort of our own bedroom. But the point is that it's really healthy to have a time have a meltdown it's really healthy to let that emotion out it, it allows the emotion to transform so that you can move on with your life and i spent maybe 36 years holding those emotions in and thinking that i was bad you know for having those big emotions <clears throat> but I can see now that it has allowed me to move forward. It has transformed so many parts of my life. There's um, a therapist on Instagram called Tiffany Rowe, and she calls it feel, deal, heal. And it is exactly that, isn't it? You feel the emotion, you, you survive, you deal with it, and then that allows the healing to begin. If we continue to suppress it or numb it with alcohol, we just get stuck. And like, I do understand that sometimes it's not always feel, doesn't feel safe for us to feel an emotion, especially if there's been, you know, trauma, severe trauma in our childhood. And in that case, you know, we can get um, a psychologist or a counselor that to create a very safe space for us to allow those feelings um, to come up and out and transform. Um, you know, when I listen to Tara Brack, she always talks about the fact that when we feel these uncomfortable feelings, it creates a sense of separateness from each other, um, from the world where we feel, we feel bad or we feel damaged. But the reality is everyone has these feelings. It's up to you to decide if you're going to process it in a healthy way in a structured way, um, you know, in Buddhism, they call it bodhisattva. It's the awakening heart. Um, it's taking down those walls around our heart and saying, you know, I'm open now to feel the, 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 the joyful, amazing feelings, but also the more difficult ones. Because if you <clears throat> are suppressing the, the really challenging feelings, then you also, are cutting yourself off from feeling joy and happiness and peace um, as well. 
or feeling it fully at least. Um, you know, we can't be compassionate and understanding to our children and others if we can't give it to ourselves. And you know, you always hear we must love ourselves first before you can love everyone else. But it is difficult to understand what that looks like in real life. Um, and the biggest, um, I guess, way that it has worked for me is um, allowing my feelings to be felt and giving myself that love um, as well. Um, and also, you know, validating my own needs. So, you know, I'm, I, uh, it's okay for me to have these needs um, and I don't have to suppress them in order to fit in with other people or, um, you know, a partner. So, so yeah, let me know what you think about that. Does it scare you? Um, you know, one of the things that I, I read the other day, which really made sense to me was, it's hard for a chick to peck her way out of a shell and it's painful for the butterfly to be in the chrysalis. Um, but if they don't face that pain, then they stay stuck and confined and, you know, ultimately in those situations they die. So the transformation of emotions cannot work if we don't allow the energy in motion and release it. Um, and again, you know, I'm not an expert, I'm not a psychologist, but I'm just saying from my own experience, um, it has really allowed my life to transform by looking in the mirror every day and validating my own experience, my own feelings, my own needs, my own wants. Um, and, you know, learning to love yourself is a massive step towards staying on the road of not drinking because it's more difficult. It's not impossible, but it's more difficult to push a poison into your body when you, when you really are, um, you know, you're taking care of yourself. So that is it today, guys. Um, hope you found some benefit in that. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I am looking forward to chatting to you again next week and take care. Have a great week.